Hey friends, welcome to my new mini-series, Countdown to Halloween, 31 Days of Spooktober. Each day of October, I will be reading at least one scary story, ranging anywhere from true crime to paranormal to everything in between. So go ahead and grab you a drink, a snack, and get in a comfy spot because you're in for a ride. Hope you enjoy! Hello friends, we are getting closer and closer to Halloween and I am so excited about it. Before I jump into today's stories, I just wanted to say a super big thank you to all of you. I am really close to 700 listens and that sincerely blows my mind because I'm just, the the listens are just going up and up and up and I'm not sure what it is or why that's happening, but Either way, I'm super appreciative and I cannot wait to reach a thousand listens. It really is just so, so exciting for me. So if you are listening right now, if you've listened to any of my episodes before, just know that I am super thankful, super grateful, and you mean a lot to me. So let's go ahead and read today's stories. I will be reading from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark 3, More Tales to Chill Your Bones by Alvin Schwartz. And this one's actually one of my favorite books of his out of the three of that series. Um, I especially loved the story called The Red Spot. I won't be reading it here because although it is like something that is creepy, it's not really like a scary kind of story, but it's also very short. And it's just the one where the girl got bit by a spider on her cheek. And when she got in the bathtub, the bite hatched and all of the eggs came out and yeah. So that one always, I loved it when I was a kid. I don't know why, because <laughs> I, I hate spiders, so I don't know why I love that story. But today I'll be reading three stories for you. Um, the first one is called The Bus Stop. So let me clear my throat. <clears throat> Ed Cox was driving home from work in a rainstorm. While he waited for a traffic light to change, he saw a young woman standing alone at a bus stop. She had no umbrella and was soaking wet. Are you going toward Farmington? He called. Yes, I am, she said. Would you like a ride home? I would, she said, and she got in. My name is Joanna Finney. Thank you for rescuing me. I'm Ed Cox, he said, and you're welcome. On the way, they talked and talked. She told him about her family and her job and where she had gone to school, and he told her about himself. By the time they got to her house, the rain had stopped. I'm glad it rained, Ed said. Would you like to go out to would you like to go out tomorrow after work? I'd love to, Joanna said. She asked him to meet her at the bus stop since it was near her office. They had such a good time. They went out many times after that. Always they would meet at the bus stop and off they would go. Ed liked her more each time he saw her. But one night when they had a date to go out, Joanna did not appear. Ed waited at the bus stop for almost an hour. Maybe something is wrong, he thought, and he drove to her house in Farmington. An older woman came to the door. I'm Ed Cox, he said. Maybe Joanna told you about me. I had a date with her tonight. 
We were supposed to meet at the bus stop near her office, but she didn't show up. Is she all right? The woman looked at him as if he had said something strange. I am Joanna's mother, she said slowly. Joanna isn't here right now, but why don't you come in? Ed pointed to a picture on the mantel. That looks just like her, he said. It did, once, her mother replied. But that picture was taken when she was your age, about 20 years ago. A few days later, she was waiting in the rain at that bus stop. A car hit her, and she was killed. That's really sad. Imagine falling in love with a ghost and not knowing that they're a ghost. This next one is called The Dream, and it has that really creepy picture of a girl with long black hair and a super weird thin smile that looks like her mouth is sewn together. Um, My neighbor, when I was younger, he was a kid, and he used to be terrified of this picture. If we showed it to him, he would start crying. I I don't know why he was so scared of it, but it is pretty creepy now that I look on it. Lucy Morgan was an artist. She had spent a week painting in a small country town and decided that the next day she would move on. She would go to a village called Kingston. But that night, Lucy Morgan had a strange dream. She dreamed that she was walking up a dark, carved staircase and entered a bedroom. It was an ordinary room except for two things. The carpet was made up of large squares that looked like trapdoors, and each of the windows was fastened shut with big nails that stuck up out of the wood. In her dream, Lucy Morgan went to sleep in that bedroom. During the night, a woman with a pale face and black eyes and long black hair came into the room. She leaned over the bed and whispered, This is an evil place. Flee while you can. When the woman touched her arm for her to hurry along, Lucy Morgan awakened from her dream with a shriek. She lay awake the rest of the night, trembling. In the morning, she told her landlady that she had decided not to go to Kingston after all. I can't tell you why, she said, but I just can't bring myself to go there. Then why don't you go to Dorset, the landlady said. It's a pretty town, and it isn't too far. So Lucy Morgan went to Dorset. Someone told her she could find a room in a house at the top of the hill. It was a pleasant-looking house, and the landlady there, a plump, motherly woman, was as nice as could be. Let's look at the room, she said. I think you will like it. They walked up in a dark carved staircase, like the one in Lucy's dream. In these old houses, the staircases are all the same, Lucy thought. But when the landlady opened the door to the bedroom, it was the room in her dream, with the same carpet that looked like trap doors and the same windows fastened with big nails. This is just a coincidence, Lucy told herself. How do you like it? The landlady asked. I'm not sure, she said. Well, take your time the landlady said. I'll bring up some tea while you think about it. Lucy sat on the bed, staring at the trap doors and the big nails. Soon, there was a knock on the door. It's the landlady with tea, she thought. But it wasn't the landlady. It was the woman with the pale face and the black eyes and the long black hair. Lucy Morgan grabbed her things and fled. That one's a little bit confusing because... Uh, why would the woman like warn her about a one place? Okay, so wait. The woman warned. Okay, I think I get it. <laughs> the woman warned her. Warned her in her dream that it was an evil place. 
to go, the original one she wanted to go to because she wanted her to come to Dorset where the lady with the pale face lives or where she is. But what I don't understand also is, I guess, if the is the woman a ghost? The pale woman, is she a ghost? How did she get into her dream? I don't know, but that one is creepy and the picture makes it even creepier. All right, this last one I remember vividly from middle school as well. It's called Sam's New Pet. Sam stayed with his grandmother when his parents went to Mexico for their vacation. We are going to bring you back something nice, his mother told him. It will be a surprise. Before they came home, Sam's parents looked for something Sam would like. All they could find was a beautiful sombrero, but it cost too much. But that afternoon, while they were eating their lunch in a park, they decided to buy the sombrero after all. Sam's father threw what was left of their sandwiches to some stray dogs and walked back to the marketplace. One of the animals followed him. It was a small, gray creature with short hair, short legs, and a long tail. Wherever they went, it went. Isn't he cute? Sam's mother said. He must be one of those Mexican hairless dogs. Sam would love him. He's probably somebody's pet, Sam's father said. They asked several people if they knew who its owners were, but no one did. They just smiled and shrugged their shoulders. Finally, Sam's mother said, maybe he's just a stray. Let's take him home with us. We can give him a good home and Sam will love him. It's against the law to take a pet across the border, but Sam's parents hid the animal in a box and no one saw it. When they got home, they showed it to Sam. He's a pretty small dog, said Sam. He's a Mexican dog, his father said. I'm not sure what kind. I think it's called a Mexican hairless. We'll find out. But he's nice, isn't he? They gave the new pet some dog food. Then they washed it and brushed it and combed its fur. That night, it slept on Sam's bed. When Sam awakened the next morning, his pet was still there. Mother, he called out, the dog has a cold. The animal's eyes were running and there was something white around his mouth. Later that morning, Sam's mother took it to a vet. Where did you get him? The vet asked. In Mexico, she said. We think he's a Mexican hairless. I was going to ask you about that. He's not a hairless, the vet said. He's not even a dog. He's a sewer rat and he has rabies. <laughs> that one's actually just kind of funny because what kind of dumb idiot would bring home a freaking rabid rat thinking that it's a hairless dog but nonetheless still scary and really quickly I'm already past my like nine minute mark I try to keep them under 10 minutes for y'all but I just want to tell this really quick story because this one is real and it's very scary um a, there was a girl one time who would sleep with her boa constrictor in her bed with her um she had a pet boa constrictor and for a few nights or like a week or so her snake was, instead of sleeping like coiled up like he normally does, he was sleeping completely stretched out next to her. And so she thought something was wrong with him. She took him to the vet and she explained it to them what was happening. And the vet literally told her that her boa constrictor was measuring the length of her body to see if she would fit in his mouth if he ate her. How terrifying is that? Ugh, oh, I will never have a boa constrictor. I think they're beautiful creatures, but I will never have one. Maybe a ball python, maybe like a smaller snake, but never one that's big enough to kill me. No, thank you. 
Um, I hope you guys enjoyed these stories. I did. Um, They always bring me back to middle school days. And I will be looking for more creepy stories to tell. And like I said in my last episode, I will be looking for some friends or family members to interview about their paranormal experiences or just anything creepy in general that happened to them. So hope to catch you guys in my next episode. Okay, friends, please be sure to join me again tomorrow for the next episode of Countdown to Halloween, 31 Days of Spooktober. Keep it creepy.